الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم المرء على دين خليله فلينظر احدكم من يخالل او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وسبحان الله الكريم فذن الرز over the days we have been repeatedly listening to one message that what is the object of ramadan and this is something we might have been listening to from listening to from before ramadan and throughout the days that have already passed already passed already passed that what is the purpose and the object that allah taala gave us this mubarak month for and that is to inculcate this taqwa the various things regarding taqwa allah taala has mentioned many many places in the quran sharif the attributes of the muttaqin how they conduct themselves what is their life all about like in one ayat of the quran sharif allah taala speaks about Allah Ta'ala has created this jannat wa sari'u ila makhfiratin min rabbikum wa jannatin arduha as-samawatu wal-ard Allah Ta'ala says rush towards this jannat and rush towards the forgiveness of Allah Ta'ala this vast jannat to bring some some kind of size in our mind whereas the reality of it is far beyond our imagination in any way and the breadth of it is the expanse between the heavens and the earth the breadth is normally the shortest space so the length and this too is just to bring some something to our minds we can't imagine anything in terms in terms of the in terms of the of jannat allah taala says who is this jannat for uiddat lil muttaqin the jannat has been created has been prepared It has been prepared for the muttaqin throughout this month we have been listening to taqwa taqwa so taqwa is not just as mentioned many times some theory just to understand it in the form of some theory just some abstract concept taqwa is a practical part of life to start off with taqwa is in the heart taqwa ha huna nabi sallallahu alaihi pointed to his mubarak chest and said taqwa ha huna taqwa is inside the heart this is a place of taqwa but then the taqwa manifests itself if the taqwa is in the heart it manifests itself throughout a person's life through his eyes through his ears through his tongue through his hands and feet how he conducts himself will, this is where the taqwa is manifest So here in this ayat Allah Taala says that this jannat this vast jannat with all its bounties and nimats the gardens of jannah and the rivers of jannah the rivers of honey and the rivers of milk and the pure waters of jannah and the palaces of jannah and whatever other bounties 
beyond our imagination. Adatul ibadiy salihin, malainun raat, wala udunun samiat, wala khatar ala qalbi bashar. Or kama qalat Nabiyyu sallallahu alaihi wasallam, that Nabi Islam says that Allah Taala says, Hadith Qudsi, that I have prepared for my pious servants in Jannah what no eye has seen, what no ear has ever heard of, and what no heart and mind can ever imagine. Beyond anybody's wildest imagination, Allah Taala has created this jannah. It's a reality. It's not anybody's imagination. It's a reality. Quran Sharif, numerous ayat, Allah Taala has described the bounties of jannah to bring it to a mu'min's heart and mind that you strive for this and you are in everlasting success. Dunya is a passing phase. Things will come. Things will go. There'll be some ups and downs. There will be some challenges, but the person who remains steadfast in pleasing Allah Taala through all the conditions of ease of adversity, then this jannah is awaiting him. This is the ibadiyas salihin, adatul ibadiyas salihin. These righteous servants, these pious servants of Allah Taala, Allah Taala has prepared the jannah for them. What kind of jannah that nobody else can ever imagine as well. So this jannah is waiting for who? Waiting for who? Allah Taala says for the muttaqin, and then Allah Taala gives some attributes of the muttaqin. Who are these muttaqin? What is in their life? How do they live? What is the distinguishing signs about them that you see them and you know this is a muttaqi? So among the very distinguishing things, obviously the Quran Sharif, the first recipients of the Quran Sharif, were the Sahaba Ikram. The Sahaba Ikram. They were those personalities who they understood the Hadith Sharif of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in its literal sense. When Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, "Mantarak as-salata mutaamidan fakad kafara," the person who deliberately misses a salah, he has committed kufr. The Muhaddisin have then explained for our benefit what is this and what is the space here, what is meant. But the Sahaba, this was their matter. They could never imagine somebody deliberately missing his salah, somebody just deliberately, blatantly committing sin. This was not in their minds at all. So this is something that was very clear that in that the first addresses of the Quran Sharif, they knew full well that a muttaqi will have in his life salah, all the obligations of Deen. He will have the obedience of Allah Taala. He will be staying away from sin. Now these are some highlights. These are the highlights that this will show that this is a person of high taqwa. Allah Taala says, "Al-ladina yunfiquna fi sarra wa darra." That these are the highlights of the muttaqin. They perform their salah. They fast in the month of Ramadan. They give their zakat. They even give charity away from haram. They protect themselves from all vices and sins. This all. Standard. This is nothing extraordinary. This was standard. But then the distinguishing things about them, the muttaqin, al-ladina yunfiquna fi sarra wa darra, and they spend in ease and in adversity. Not only in ease. Many a person will spend in ease, but then in adversity he is worried about himself. But Allah Taala says, the muttaqin. They spend in the path of Allah Taala, in the cause of Deen, in helping people, in assisting the needy, in 
taking care of what they can of other people's issues, they don't concern themselves with themselves only. They are not concerned only about their own matters. They are concerned that we are part of an ummah. We are part of a complete body. And therefore if one part of the body is in pain, then the whole body is in pain. So they have this concern to do what they can for others as well. So now in this line, الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ فِي السَّرَّا وَالضَّرَّا They spend in ease and in adversity. When they were in ease, they could spend a certain amount. In adversity, they could not match that and keep up with that, but they didn't cut it out. Whatever they managed to spend, they still could continue. And then Allah Ta'ala says, وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْضِ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Now, mashallah, if somebody has spent the night in tahajjud, then he also feels, and not to be feeling proud, but to be feeling very pleased upon the ni'mad of Allah Ta'ala. To be feeling very grateful. Allah Ta'ala's ni'mad, if a person starts feeling proud about it, he's destroyed it. But feels grateful, alhamdulillah, إِذَا سَرَّتْكَ حَسَنَتْكَ حَسَنَتُكَ Nabi says, if your good deeds please you, please you in the notes, that's Allah Ta'ala's blessing. Allah Ta'ala made this possible. So you feel happy on the ni'mad of Allah Ta'ala. Not that this is my achievement. So if that is the condition that a person has performed this salah, he has made some tilawat of the Quran Sharif, he engaged in some zikr, he engaged in some other righteous work, and he felt happy on the ni'mad of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala allowed me to do this. وَسَاعَدْكَ And if your sins grieve you, and he made a mistake, he slipped up somewhere, that makes him restless. It makes him very restless. He doesn't feel nothing about it. He feels like a mountain on him. Nabi Islam says, فَأَنْتَ mu'min." This is a sign of Iman. But if this is missing, then that Iman is on a very, very low ebb. Allah forbid one gust what it can do, gust what it can do, gust what it can do. So now here in this ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala is highlighting about these people that they spend in ease, adversity. Now we're talking about that if somebody spent the whole night in tahajjud, he feels happy over it and if it's this happiness that Allah Ta'ala's ni'mad alhamdulillah. But if somebody has restrained his anger, his anger was provoked, and he restrained his anger. Does he feel that he did anything? He feels like he was a coward. So now he feels bad about, bad about having restrained his anger. And there might be somebody who will even incite him further. That you, you just walked away from there. You just kept quiet. You didn't say anything in return. And if somebody is more informal with him, they might say it in some little bit more crude words to spur him on further to try and incite him to now also do the same not to restrain his anger, to display his anger Allah Ta'ala is saying that this is a highlight of the muttaqeen on the highlights of the muttaqeen the hajjud the whole night is a tremendously great thing but this hasn't been stated as a highlight here here is being stated, those who restrain their anger. 
or restraining the anger. This is not being mentioned, well, Adimin al They don't ever get angry. Insan is insan. Things will happen, something will incite his anger. But when they get angry, how do they then conduct themselves? How do they react? Just go in a rage, start blurting out anything, start behaving in an irrational manner, and then the excuse or the one line that is meant to now just wish everything away, is now I lost it. That one line is meant to now just be a good enough reason for having behaved in that manner. And I lost it. So the person who keeps losing it, then he's a lost case. And Allah forbid, we're losing not just dunya, we're losing akhirat. By losing it all the time, we're losing akhirat. We're losing that special mercy of Allah Ta'ala. We're losing the title of muttaqi. person might be very conscious and punctual with everything else. But now he's losing it all the time. He's losing this closeness to Allah Ta'ala because he's no more now within this list of muttaqeen. Because the list of muttaqeen, Allah Ta'ala says, وَالْكَعْضِمِينَ الْغَيْزِ They restrain their anger. The muttaqeen, they have a heart of gold. وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ They can forgive. They forgive. Very, very easily they forgive. And then not just they forgive and forget, they forgive and do good. They forgive and then give favors. They do good in return. Now this is something that is being highlighted. Now this Mubarak month of Ramadan, what a tragedy it is that people start so-called losing it more in the month of Ramadan. This time, when this time was to be teaching us this taqwa, and this taqwa, this is the highlight of taqwa, of the muttaqeen, that they suppress their anger, they forgive, and not just forgive and just forget about it, they in fact then do favors in return, they do good in return. So now Allah is highlighting this, that this taqwa is not just a theory. This taqwa has a practical manifestation. It manifests itself. In that situation of anger, it manifests itself. How the person controls his anger. How his tongue won't start blurting out things. He won't start spitting out all kinds of vulgarity. So now this is, in the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, one description of the muttaqeen. Like this, there are various other ayat of the Qur'an Sharif where Allah Ta'ala mentions various attributes of the muttaqeen. Right in the beginning in Surah Al-Baqarah, Their Iman, their Iman in the unseen, this is the foundation of Taqwa. If there's no Iman, where is Taqwa? And then, الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةِ This whole month of Ramadan is teaching us Taqwa. And taqwa Allah is saying right at the beginning of the Qur'an Sharif that the muttaqeenahu yuqeemuna salah they establish salah not just some performance sometime and sometime they neglected it and sometimes haphazard and sometimes with jamaat and sometimes without jamaat without any valid reason and no due importance given to it all this is against 
اقامت صلاح اسٹیبلشنگ صلاح ان در لائنس ناظر مبارک منت آف رمضان اللہ تعالیٰ گیو اس کو تقوی and this is a fundamental part of taqwa that not just performing salah establishing salah in their lives so now this is something to reflect upon even in this mubarak month of ramadan how has my salah been done am i giving it that priority salah with jamaah after the month of ramadan if mashallah in the month of ramadan it was carrying on very well alhamdulillah thumma alhamdulillah thumma alhamdulillah but now what's going to happen after ramadan Salah with Jama'ah is sometimes taken very lightly. Whereas how severe this is, this is a well-known Hadith Sharif which we have heard many many times. But have we digested it? Have we really taken the lesson therein? Where Rasulullah says, had it not been for the women and children in the homes, because they are innocent of this matter, then I would have ordered somebody else to lead the Salah. And while the salah is on, I would have gone to the homes of those who do not attend the masjid. Yusalluna fi buyutihim. It's not that they are not performing salah, but they are performing their salah in their homes, meaning without a valid reason. They are not coming to the masjid without a valid reason. What was, what was Nabi Sallallahu intention? That my intention was to go and burn down their homes. Now in that period of time, it was only the munafiqeen that did something like this. But now for us to think that if Nabi Salaam was present in this time, if he had to come for a day or two, and he had to now decide to carry out this, how high the list would my house be? So now Salaam al-Jama'ah, Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he addressed the people in his time and he said to them that Nabi Islam has chalked out the pathways of Hidayat and وَإِنَّ مِنْ سُنَنِ الْهُدَى among the pathways of Hidayat which Rasulullah chalked out and he thought is that you perform Salah in a place where the Azan is called out meaning a masjid Meaning where the daily, five daily salah is established in that place. That is where the azan used to be called out. Azan used to be called out. Azan used to be called out. The azan used to be called out in the masajid only. So where the azan is called out as a standard procedure. And then he further says, وَلَوْ صَلَّيْتُمْ فِي بُيُوتِكُمْ وَتَرَكْتُمْ مَسَاجِدَكُمْ تَرَكْتُمْ سُنَّةَ النَّبِيِّكُمْ That if you start performing your salah at home, and you abandon the masjid, then you are going to be leaving out the way of your Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You're going to be leaving out that way which he has highlighted and which he has talked out, which he has guided, which he has advised, which he has presented to the ummah as the path of guidance. Then he says, وَلَوْ تَرَكْتُمْ سُنَّةَ نَبِيِّكُمْ لَضَلَّلْتُمْ And if you leave out the way of your Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you'll go astray. Salah jamaa and way it's being linked. And Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhu is saying this. Who is Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu? He is that sahabi regarding whom Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Radiz raditu li ummati ma radiyallaha ibn ummi abdin. What Abdullah bin Mas'ud is pleased with, I am pleased with. In other words, this is my endorsement. My endorsement of 
what he is saying, he is saying what I said. He is saying what I approve of. So now this close link of deviation with abandoning Salah al-Jama'ah. Now the Muttaqeen, Allah Ta'ala says, يُقِيمُونَ salah That they establish Salah, the five daily Salah al-Jama'ah. A mu'min and a muttaqi, his life revolves around salah. He doesn't revolve things. He puts everything else first and then see where salah can get fitted in somewhere. His life revolves, his day revolves, his night revolves around salah. Salah is the priority, the priority. What else has to be done will be done before, after, any time. But this is the priority. So Allah Ta'ala is giving us this message in the Quran Sharif right at the beginning. That look... The muttaqeen, this month of Ramadan has, has come to highlight taqwa. So who are the muttaqeen? Alladheena yu'minuna bil ghayb. Their iman, their iman in the unseen, their iman in all the promises of Allah Ta'ala, in all the warnings of Allah Ta'ala, their iman in akhirat, the iman in the reality of cover and what will happen in the cover, their iman in all the things that Rasulullah has given. So yu'minuna bil ghayb wa yuqimuna salah. Now, this is the thing to commit ourselves now. That this Mubarak month of Ramadan will be, in a few days' time, would leave us. We don't know whether we would leave it before it leaves us. But if we're still around, so what is our commitment? The day after Eid, where we will be? The day after Eid, will the Masjid be looking for us? And I used to see so and so also, where is he now? Allah forbid, Masjid wasn't even seeing us in Ramadan, then that's a very serious matter. So now this is the thing that we have to take from Ramadan. Mashallah, the ibadat Allah will reward us for. The tilawat we're making, the zikr and dua we make, whatever the righteous work we do, Alhamdulillah, Thumma Alhamdulillah, May Allah Ta'ala Alhamdulillah, May Allah Ta'ala Alhamdulillah, May Allah Ta'ala give tawfiq of even more. But what's to be taken along from Ramadan? The thing to take along, this, we've heard many talks and we've read many books and talks are by the no limit and no end to the amount of talks is not in any way diminishing the value of listening to the talks of deen but what are we taking from it listen to the talks of deen is a very important aspect what are we taking from it or has it just become an entertainment now we listen to something and we might feel nice about it and it will make us feel a little bit happy it becomes a kind of entertainment and that's why we will select now where it will be some better entertainment value Allah Ta'ala protect us Allah Ta'ala save us that this becomes our intention anyway subconsciously also so this is not entertainment this is a reality that we have to take something and go we have to take something that's going to make our life and what better to take and go then what Allah Ta'ala has given us Ramadan for? This is what we have to take and go. Meaning we have to take this from this Mubarak month, Taqwa. And Taqwa requires all these practical manifestations of Taqwa. Alladheena yu'minuna bil ghayb wa yuqimuna salah They establish Salah. Salah is not just by the way. And this very very important aspect that we just, many a times a person starts neglecting his salah, seeing his salah, seeing his salah. He's neglecting his salah with jama'ah first. 
then he's neglecting his salah with jama'ah and then gradually the salah starts becoming qaza becoming qaza out of neglect out, out of that neglect this neglect is a kind of kind of deliberate action because he neglects person wasn't concerned really he didn't really make the effort didn't really make sure that those alarms are set properly and more than one alarm and whatever other interventions are necessary to bring, bring, bring him out of his sleep because he's a very heavy sleeper many a person that's a standard story I sleep very very heavily and I just don't know what happens at the time of Fajr I just don't hear the alarm but let us all ask ourselves if at the time of Fajr, forget at the time of Fajr, at the time of Fajr, at the time of Fajr, at the time of Tahajjud, we had to leave to go and catch a flight, then how we end up hearing the alarm? It's a matter of fikr. When a person has concern for something, that concern wakes him up. Before he hears the alarm, he's already awake. What wake him, wakes him up? The concern. And many friends would be probably waiting for that one more line because they heard it so often one more example that normally then follows up that many a person when he knows what time that fish are catching uh, biting in the morning before Fajr time then he is able to rouse for that as well and without an alarm as well how are we going to stand in front of Allah Ta'ala that we manage to wake up to catch a flight we manage to wake up to go and catch fish we manage to wake up to go and train for some sport we managed to wake up to go to the gym. We managed to wake up for all kinds of dunya matters. But we just didn't manage to wake up for Allah Ta'ala. We didn't manage to wake up to stand in front of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with that another day of life. And we didn't manage to wake up to put our heads down on the ground and shukar to Him. How are we going to face Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah? So, now this starts off at that point. That the Salah with Jama'ah gets neglected. And now when Salah with Jama'ah gets neglected for trivial reasons and forget trivial so-called work because, because there's a sporting event now or there's something that now I have to go and be part of certain sports or this is the slot that I got so for that Salah with Jama'ah is gone La hawla wa la illa billah How are we going to face Allah and answer for this? This is what we have to take and go from Ramadan Ramadan is not just some thing that we now came and we went and this etikaf, we'll hear some talks and appease sometimes ourselves that, well, I did something. No, we have to take something and go. And the greatest thing in being, the greatest aspect in the life of a Muslim is his salah. Now he neglected that salah with jama'a. Iqamate salah, iqamate salah is a very comprehensive aspect it includes performing all the five daily salah with regularity on its time with jama'ah for males and fulfilling all its adab and etiquettes with khushu and khudu all the promises of Allah Ta'ala all upon iqamat salah so now how much of this iqamat salah are we taking along so now it starts off at that point, the salah gets neglected with jama'ah. Then it started becoming qaza. And now in between what happened? It doesn't happen that something starts missing and there's just a vacuum. 
when something so great like salah, like salah with jama'ah has been neglected the vacuum that it leaves will get filled up with all kinds of futility and first it will be futility and then it will start getting filled up with haram Allah forbid this is a safeguard then the person will be sitting on his phone salah with jama'ah will go away because he was involved in something else so Allah Ta'ala is giving us this message very very clearly that this is the taqwa all about وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاءُ وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ and they also spend from what Allah Ta'ala has given them on the servants of Allah Ta'ala on the poor, the needy in the various requirements of deen in the cause of deen so they do not hoard that gift of Allah Ta'ala they use it also, they enjoy it as well and they share it with those who don't have even the necessities of life those who are in difficulties, in hardships those who are really struggling to get along they share some of this gift of Allah Ta'ala with others as well so Allah Ta'ala is highlighting that these are the muttaqeen so this is one very important part of this taqwa which in just these two ayat the one ayat وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْزِ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ This is to be inscribed on our hearts. Regarding this anger, in one hadith sharif, Rasulullah says that this anger, this uncontrolled anger, it spoils the person's iman. It contaminates it, it spoils it. Just, just as there's a very, very bitter substance, sabir, if that is added to honey, honey is such a sweet item, such a sweet food. But this is such a bitter substance, if you add this into honey, that whole honey will become bitter. So Nabi Islam uses that example. That just as this sabir is added to honey, it makes that whole honey bitter. Anger spoils a person's iman in that manner. Meaning that anger will make him do what not. That anger will make him swear, use vulgarities, and he'll think nothing about it. And meanwhile, how far he's getting away from Allah Ta'ala. Sibabul Muslimi Fusuq. Swearing at a Muslim, this is a sin, it's fisk. Disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. And the Fasiqeen are far away from Allah Ta'ala. So now this distance came from Allah Ta'ala. But now he doesn't have any consciousness of it. Why? Because his anger. Now he's just, anything comes. Then that anger starts making a person sometimes becoming violent. Sometimes he's doing some other things. Sometimes he's just blurting out the talaq and destroying his marriage. Sometimes he's abusing somebody. He's hurting people all out of that anger. And then after that the excuse is, well, I lost it. But then what are we losing in the process? We are losing this nearness of Allah Ta'ala. We're getting distance from Him. We're falling into fisk and sin. And all this because of this uncontrolled anger. So, Al-Kazimin Al-Ghayz, Wal-Afina Al-Nas, Allahu Yuhibbul Muhsineen. Allah loves the Muhsineen. It's a very, very comprehensive aspect. Ihsan, Ihsan in all its various categories and various uh, dimensions. Ihsan fil ibadat, that a person performs his ibadat in a very good manner, not haphazardly, just for the sake of getting it done. Like he wants everything done for his dunya very well. When it comes to dunya, many a person calls himself a perfectionist. And they feel very good about themselves, calling themselves perfectionists. 
have we decided to call ourselves perfectionists with regards to our ibadat? That I want to try and become a perfectionist with regards to my ibadat. Let alone making the effort, we haven't yet made that decision. Ihsan fil ibadat. That I must try and become a perfectionist in my ibadat. And then Ihsan in the other dimension of it. In being good to people, doing good for others, showering favors upon them, helping out people. The servants of Allah Ta'ala doing whatever we can, Ta'ala doing whatever we can. So this is also another dimension of Ihsan. So this is the one part of it in one ayat that we understood. And then this ayat of the Quran Sharif, if we take this much and go also, we would have taken a lot. Because after all, Iqamat Salah, that is the most important thing. Nabi Islam has highlighted this so much. First thing that will be questioned about on the day of Qiyamah. Very first aspect will be questioned about is his Salah. So now we are speaking this, we are listening to it. But then that's not where it should stop. While we are sitting here now, in our heart of hearts, we should be talking to Allah Ta'ala, making Tawbah for the past, making a firm commitment. But now going forward, inshallah, every Salah with Jama'ah, every Salah with Jama'ah in the Masjid, unless for a reason that Shariat has made valid, other than that, every Salah with Jama'ah in the Masjid, this must become the commitment if we took this much and left from Atikaf, we took from Atikaf, we took this much and went out of the month of Ramadan, then this too is a very great achievement. Because this will open the path to everything else. So, there are many other things, there are several other ayat, time has already passed, but this much is enough for us to ponder over, to reflect, to beg Allah's help, to make that commitment, and to then, to keep up that momentum, the very important aid, aid for us is the ta'aleem in our homes of the fazail salah fazail kitabs, all other fazail kitabs as well. But when that would be an ongoing reminder, we participate in the ta'aleem in our masjids, the fazail of salah will be recited, read. So this will keep reminding us. This is not something that there's some button to press and it'll get done. Mashallah, that commitment that would have been made already in our hearts is sincere, inshallah. It is genuine. It's not a half-hearted, but it's not a button that got pressed and it will be done. It's an ongoing effort. And until such time that salah becomes the tabi'at, it becomes the nature of a person. That nafsa mutma'inna, his salah becomes his first nature. He cannot do without salah. And at the time of salah, he moves towards the masjid like a person dying of thirst moves towards water. He sees the water in a distance and how he rushes for that water, this is the way that the person reacts when the time of his salah comes. So this is the thing that we have to now reflect upon that this, this ongoing reminder we need to establish this talim in our homes, to read the fazail kitabs on our own. Sometimes we take the time to read it, to remind ourselves. What is this all about? Some ahadith of Rasulullah in this regard. So that we keep this momentum alive, we keep increasing the zeal for salah, this importance of salah stays in our life. This inshallah itself will open the path for many, many greater things, many other things. Salah is the greatest in deen, but to progress further, that salah to progress, the progress, the, the enhancement of that salah itself, 
and all the various other amal of deen to come alive as well. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil ഹീമിമാഹുഅന ഹോ ജായ മൈദാന ഹോ 
तो ही तो हो तो ही तो हो तो ही तो तो ही तो हो तो ही तो हो तो ही तो रहर से बिल्कुल ही उठ जाए नजर तो ही तो आए नजर देखो जिधर और मेरे तन में बजाए आबोगिल दर्द दिल हो दर्द दिल हो दर्द दिल नफ्सो शैता दोनों ने मिलकर हाई किया है मुझको तबाह मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूँ मैं तेरी पना मुझसा खल्क में कोई नहीं गो बद किरदार नामासिया तू भी मगर गफ्सार है यार अब बख्श दे मेरे सारे गुनाह अब तो रहे बसता दम आखिर विरदे जुबाए मेरे
ولك الحمد حمد الله انتهى له دون مشيئتك ولك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد بعد الرضا اللهم لك الحمد كما تحب وترضى عدد ما تحب وترضى اللهم لك الحمد ملء السماوات وملء الارض وملء ما بينهما وملء ما شئت من شيء بعد جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهل يا ربي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغل عن ذكره الغافلون اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد صلاه تنجينا بها من جميع الاهوال والافات وتقضي لنا بها جميع الحاجات وتطهرنا بها من جميع السيئات وتطهرنا بها من جميع السيئات وترفعنا بها عندك اعلى الدرجات وتبلغنا بها اقصى الغايات من جميع الخيرات في الحياه وبعد الممات انك على كل شيء قدير ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا وضبنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اسر والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اسر والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل اسم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هما الا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا اكرم الاكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ذا الجلال والاكرام يا ذا الجلال والاكرام يا ذا الجلال والاكرام يا حي يا قيوم يا حي يا قيوم يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث برحمتك نستغيث برحمتك نستغيث اصلح لنا شاننا كله اصلح لنا شاننا كله ولا تكلنا الى انفسنا طرفه عين ولا تنزع منا صالح ما اعطيتنا اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل اخرتنا خيرا من الاولى ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قره اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا واتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخذنا يوم القيامه ولا تخذنا يوم القيامه ولا تخذنا يوم القيامه انك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وافتنا على الايمان وافتنا على الايمان واحشرنا يوم القيامه مع الايمان ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا 
ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهم لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا إنك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه إن الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت اللهم ألف بين قلوبنا اللهم ألف بين قلوبنا وأصلح ذات بيننا واهدنا سبل السلام ونجنا من الظلمات إلى النور ونجور ونجور ونجنا من الظلمات إلى النور ونجنا من الظلمات إلى النور وجنبنا الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن وبارك لنا في أسماعنا وأبصارنا وقلوبنا وأزواجنا وذرياتنا واتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وجعلنا شاكرين لنعمتك مسنين بها قابليها وأتمها علينا اللهم إنك عفون كريم تحب العفو فعف عنا اللهم إنك عفون كريم تحب العفو فعف عنا اللهم إنك عفون كريم تحب العفو فعف عنا إلى أولاد بيجا الله ومسمسف المسجريشيس مسكين مسلمي الله ইলাহ <laughs> What was being cooked up in the heart, Ya Allah? Ilahul Alameen, everything is open in front of you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, but you are most forgiving, Ya Allah. You are most forgiving, Ya Allah. You love forgiving, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, your forgiveness is for sinners, Ya Allah. We are the sinners asking for your forgiveness, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Free us from the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allahumma a'atik riqabana min al-nar. اللهم اعتق رقابنا من النار اللهم اعتق رقابنا من النار اله العالمين يا الله يا ميكي سنسي توبه يا الله الله في الجنات والجنات يا الله الله في نوت جو باك تو ايت يا الله اله العالمين فوجيف اس يا الله كلينس اس فروم اول ذا فايسز اند سنز يا الله ميك اس لايك ذا دي وي وير بورن يا الله كومبليتلي كلين اوف ايفري سن يا الله اله العالمين جرانت اس استقامه اون ذا ستوف يا الله كيپ اس ستيد فاست اون ذا ستوف يا الله اله العالمين سيف اس فروم اول ذا فايسز and sins, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. The sins of the ears and tongue, Ya Allah. The sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. Allah cleanse our hearts and purify it of all the vices, Ya Allah. Of the malice and pride, Ya Allah. Of the arrogance, Ya Allah. Of the jealousy, Ya Allah. Of the love of the ego, Ya Allah. Of the love of dunya, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. 
ولو حاس اليوم حبك يا الله اللهم إنا نسألك حبك وحب من يحبك وحب عملي يقرب إلى حبك اللهم اجعل حبك أحب إلينا من أنفسنا وأهلينا ومن الماء البارد إله العالمين يا الله فلو حاس اليوم حبك يا الله فلو حاس دلوا في رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ودلوا في مبارك سنة يا الله enable us to live his مبارك سنة يا الله الله put the hatred of sin in our hearts يا الله put the hatred of sin in our hearts ya allah ya allah put the disgust of sins of the eyes in our hearts ya allah the disgust of ghibat in our hearts ya allah the disgust of lying in our hearts ya allah the disgust of zina in our hearts ya allah the disgust of gambling in our hearts ya allah the disgust of all the vices and sins ya allah make us hate it more than we hate filth and mess ya allah billahul alamin ya allah allah grant us the true ya allah the true spirit of iman ya allah allah full of hearts with the spirit of iman ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah make ibadat our first nature ya allah make going for salah our first nature ya allah ilahul alamin at the time of salah ya allah make it that we go to the masjid more than we go towards food when we hungry ya allah more than we go towards water when we are thirsty ya allah enable us to go towards salah when it's time for salah ya allah ilahul alamin full the put the importance of salah into our hearts ya allah put the greatness of salah in our hearts ya allah billahul alamin enable us to perform our five times salah with jamaa ya allah with khushu and khudu ya allah in the way that you are pleased with ya allah billahul alamin enable us to recite your quran sharif daily ya allah allah give us the ecstasy of tilawat ya allah give us the sweetness of zikr ya allah ya allah give us the sweetness of dua ya allah billahul alamin ya allah the deceptive sweetness and the deceptive pleasure that shaitan has put in sin ya allah remove that from us ya allah ya allah Save us from falling into the deception, Ya Allah. Save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Save us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from evil environments, Ya Allah. Save us from evil company, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Give us a topic of being forever in the company of righteous people, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from going to evil places, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us the strength of Iman, Ya Allah. Grant us the sifat of Iman, Ya Allah. Grant us taqwa, Ya Allah. Grant us taqwa, Ya Allah. Grant us tawak. Ya Allah, Allah, our trust is gone into all things, Ya Allah. Allah, grant us tawakkul in you, Ya Allah. Grant us inabat and ruju, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Make our aspiration the aspiration of akhirat, Ya Allah. Make our greatest aspiration to get to you, Ya Allah. To, ya Allah, that you become ours, Ya Allah. That we become yours, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, you guide us, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Throughout the world, wherever the Muslims are suffering, Ya Allah. Remove their pain and suffering, Ya Allah. Remove their hardships, Ya Allah. Remove the calamities of the Muslims. Ya Allah remove the oppression from the Muslims Ya Allah remove the oppression from the Muslims Ya Allah Ya Allah hold back the hands of the oppressors Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen give them hidayat also Ya Allah if hidayat is not decree for them Ya Allah wipe them out from the face of this earth Ya Allah Allahumma al'anil kafarat al-lazeena yasudduna an sabeelik wa yukadzibuna rusulak wa yukatiluna awliyaun awliyaak Allahumma shaddid shaklahum Allahumma manziq jam'ahum Allahumma dammir diyarahum Allah اللهم زلزل اقدامهم اللهم انزل بهم باسك الذي لا ترده عن القوم المجرمين اللهم خذهم اخذ عزيز مقتدر اللهم خذهم اخذ عزيز مقتدر اللهم خذهم اخذ عزيز مقتدر الى العالمين يا الله بلو ذا ويندو هدايه يا الله بلو ذا ويندو هدايه يا الله بلو ذا ويندو هدايه يا الله اللهم اهدنا 
what answer we will have, Ya Allah, if he has to ask us that I made my teeth shaheed and I from head to toe I was covered in blood when I went to Taif and I made dua that Ya Allah allow these people to survive. Somebody, somebody, somebody in their progeny will come and accept Iman. Alameen, we are most believers in the sadqa of the dua of Taif, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. What answer will have on that day, Ya Allah? With what face we stand in front of the peace When he asked us that I saw my sahaba becoming shaheed. I saw my family members tying stones to their bellies out of hunger. And all these sacrifices were made so that Iman could reach you, reach you, reach you, and reach you, and reach you, and reach you, and what you did. <laughs> what did you do to my sunnah? <laughs> You abandoned my way, took the way of my enemies. <laughs> Allah will answer me, Allah. Ya Allah. <laughs> Who will save us from the destruction then, Ya Allah? <laughs> Allah give us a topic of sincere tawbah, Ya Allah. Allah save us from the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, Ya Allah. Bring us onto the way of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahulalamin, that the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Let it be such, Ya Allah. Let the Beast Lassim is most pleased to see us, Ya Allah. Let he embraces us, Ya Allah. <laughs> That he grants us the water of counsel from his Mubarak hand, Ya Allah. That he intercedes on our behalf, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant us that way of life, that beach is a reality for us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from that kind of life, Ya Allah. That we become distanced from Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you give us a tawfiq of all that you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Save us from everything you are displeased with, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, accept all.